Wine the Folk is not and should not be viewed as a news source. Any information discussed is purely speculative and should not be viewed as an allegation. Due to the nature of evolving information, Wine the Folk is not responsible for content accuracy of any information discussed and shall not be responsible for any decisions made based on such information. By continuing to watch this video, you acknowledge and understand that this is made for entertainment purposes only. Welcome to another episode of Where in the Folk. Joined today by Mr. Tully again, and I'm I've got I want to start off with some beef I have with a restaurant. Like literally, <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's, you motherfuckers! Where <laughs> the fucking Jesus Christ? If I go, I like hot mushroom sauce. I love hot <laughs> mushroom sauce. I will go through and buy a medium order of fries and 20 packs of hot mustard sauce to have hot mustard sauce. These motherfuckers put it in the bottom of the bag every time. And I say, is my hot mustard sauce in there? They go, hell yeah, it's in there. Fuck yeah, man. We don't fuck up. And I open the bag. There's no fucking hot mustard sauce ever. Every fucking time I go to McDonald's and order fucking sauce, I have to fucking go back and go you didn't give me my fucking sauce it, that's a fucking conspiracy because you gotta pay for that shit now what's up with that they put it in the bottom of the bag first off and pile shit on top of it so you can't see if it's in there what the fuck do you think that is yeah i don't <clears throat> i don't know dude i don't i mean first of all mcdonald's ain't real food they're probably serving something nefarious in their food that i won't say on air i don't give a fuck i'm a fat ass and i like mcdonald's sometimes but i like hot mustard sauce and i just want my fucking sauces look i'm <laughs> i'm with you like i i am a sauce fanatic so i would be extremely upset I, actually i did get very upset at uh popeyes for the same reason i like their blackened ranch and i only need like two I don't need, you know, I just, I just need the standard amount that comes with strips um, or or the chicken legs. But, yeah, dude, I get upset They're mainly because fast food used to be um, revered for being so cheap. Like, that was the appeal is not only was it, was it fast, but it was cheap. Yeah. Two, two chicken strip baskets at Popeye's the other day. Was $32. And they didn't even put the fucking sauce in the bag. Yeah. I've never filed a complaint in my life on anything. Like, there could be pubic hairs in my food, and I'll just go, oh, shit, and pick them out and eat it. Like, oh, well, whatever, you know. (laughs) I filed a fucking complaint on McDonald's because they won't put my fucking sauces in the bag. Yeah. Anyway, I regress. Today, (laughs) we're going to be telling a couple more ghost stories because it's October. Oh, before we get into the ghost stories, though, yeah, there is something from this week that I wanted to shout out to the audience and to you. Mm-hmm. There is a brand new Mandela effect that just dropped this week. What is it? So the Mandela effect is 
Oh, well, I'll, I'll give my own personal account of it. it back in the 90s, uh, Nickelodeon only used to run until like 9 or 10 p.m. And then Nick at Night would come on. Yeah. So whenever whenever Nick at Night came on, a lot of times it was I Love Lucy that popped on. It was like old classic shows. Yeah. So I watched quite a bit of I Love Lucy growing up. And the new Mandela effect is that the phrase, Lucy, you got some splaining to do, Yeah, was never used in the show. Bull. You got some splaining to do. Like, that was a big thing. And, and if you Google it now, Mandela Effect videos pop up, and it comes up on a list of, like, top ten phrases that were never used in the TV show. Really? Yeah. Fuck, that's crazy because, uh, I mean, we all used to run around saying that. That's, huh? Yep, brand new. Well, that made me grease my drawers. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand that. That's weird because I, I, re I specifically remember that a lot. I watched a lot of. I, mm -hmm. I, I did too because I was always up when Nick at Night came on. Hmm. This fucking yeah. Brand new. Um, there was also some people that that were like, I guess people are conflicted on B uh, Burt Reynolds right now too. Like, there's there's a big division on when and whether he's dead or not, and he he definitely is dead. Yeah, he passed. But he died in like 2018, so like five years ago. Yeah. Somewhere around and, there. And and there's people that's like it was more recent than that. And there's also people that are like, he's not dead, but it I think it's because they just released a movie with him in it last year. Oh yeah. And I think that's what's messing people up. No, I'm I remember when he passed away because it was a tragic, tragic day. Yeah, I, I definitely knew that he was dead, but it I guess I was Kind of in the camp that it feels more like three or four years ago. Yeah. Like well, three years ago and not that <clears throat> that far back. Well, I mean, it's because the everything's been moving and fast forward. I feel like they've sped time up somehow. There's I, a there's a whole camp that thinks that now that all of our clocks are digitally related. Yeah. Like there's people who will set manual clocks and then they they'll compare it like a year later to their digital clock yeah and did i just did my sound go out oh you're good okay um it went out then <laughs> right, can you hear me yeah you're good okay um they compare it a year later and even though it's minuscule the uh manual clock will have like lost Tom. I don't know like, if it's because we gotten older or what, but when I was younger and before all this phones and everything like that devoured our lives, after you got off work, it felt like you could go hang out for a couple hours at a friend's house, get drunk or whatever, um, go to a fucking movie, go out to eat and come home, go to sleep and go to work. Now it seems like when you get off work, you eat dinner and it's time to fucking go to bed. Like, I don't yeah. know. I guess that's 
comes with age, but even our parents, like after they got off work, they'd hang out for hours, you know, um, and they never complained about time being too short, you know? Well, um, I think it's, it's all of the electronics and it's probably has a lot to do with, um, you know, things were cheaper back then too. Yeah. Like now, if you went to a movie after work or like went to party or something, you'd be spending a hundred bucks extra that you normally wouldn't spend. But you had the time to do it. Like now I don't feel like I have the time to do that <clears> shit. <throat> and I don't sleep much really. Like <laughs> not really. <laughs> like, so, Oh, it's weird. Anyway, you want to tell this first little ditty we got going on right here. About- so the first, First ghost story of the night is uh, the ghosts of Camp Taylor near Louisville, Kentucky. Um, So this was once a, so I guess it's still a community, but it was once a military camp, um, which is why the streets are primarily named after generals. Um, Like they have a street called Sherman. They had one called Lee and I guess the camp itself was overtaken with disease during the TB uh, pandemic, epidemic, whatever you want to call it, along with a few other diseases. Louisville's very close to the Ohio River. And in that kind of era, um, cholera was very bad along the Ohio River because the water, uh, uh, people didn't have a good water source. I mean, the Ohio River is still pretty shady. <laughs> well, yeah, you don't want to drink out of the Ohio River. But uh, sick and dying soldiers were sent to this camp from all around, um, and thousands, if not millions, died there. Um, a few civilians uh, operated businesses within the camp, including a local bordello, which I'm assuming is something like a hotel. Yeah. Um, a bordello pick up prostitutes. Oh, yeah. so a fancy hotel yeah. back then. You remember the best little whorehouse in Texas? Yeah. yeah. Um. So there have been and still are reportings of people seeing soldiers, sometimes groups of six or more soldiers walking in formation around the neighborhood, um, including Taylor. I guess the person who the camp's named after and what, wait, maybe they just mean the camp. Like they see these formations through the camp and along the railroad tracks, a blonde fit. You're telling the story story like a fucking pro. (laughs) I'm trying, dude. (laughs) I'm I'm working with what I got. Go for it. So, a blonde female um, in an old Victorian-style dress is also often seen, um, I'm assuming, based on what you've said, maybe a woman of the knot. Yeah. Um, and it's rumored she was, in fact, one of the women that worked at the bordello. And the soldiers seem to be going about their daily routines in most cases. So kind of like the stories where you you hear of... Gettysburg uh, and places like yeah, that. So, so much energy expended to where it's like a loop playing over and over again and not necessarily an intelligent uh, entity. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I would like to go there and kind of just walk around and catch a feel for there. I wonder what it feels like. You know, that's something um, that we should definitely add to the list for folk and weird is uh, battlefields. Rachel said that there's a a pretty crazy battlefield in Richmond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And I think in the spring, we should plan on taking a trip there to do some paranormal work and stuff. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, there's a, I mean, there's battlefields everywhere. Um, like the one in Clay County, for instance, where you can hear horses and gunfire and cannon fire and stuff. But well, I for don't... those for those who haven't heard the story, Cecil and I have also experienced some strange mm-hmm. um, battlefield related stuff. Like we went to a battlefield when we were younger and could actually hear uh, what sounded to be like bullets whizzing by your head and cannons going off. Yep. Um, so I believe in all that stuff because we've experienced it together. I, I believe I believe that too. Like I believe in the energies and resonance and things of that nature for sure. Um, so we'll move right along and get into the next. And now this is a uh, back in the early 1900s, 1800s, and whenever the railroad first started being built, it was a difficult task to build railroads. It was very very dangerous. And this happened in Jackson, Kentucky. They have it listed as Jackson County, but I'm pretty sure that's Jackson, which is two totally different places. <laughs> I got you. What's well, it on the Jackson tracks that ha- head into Hazard? Yeah. And is Jackson close to Hazard? Jackson is, but not Jackson County. Right. So back in the 1920s, a railroad worker was on a ladder sawing on the Jackson tracks, laying tracks to Hazard, Kentucky where we used to go and have to buy alcohol because it's the only place that didn't card. There's <laughs> only wet County too. There's only wet County and a huge trench filled with concrete was below him. So they were working simultaneously. And unfortunately the clumsy lad lost his balance, sending him toppling head first into the wet concrete before anybody could pull him out of the concrete. To save him, he quickly sank beneath and was swiftly hardened within the concrete. That must have been a lot of concrete, dude. Well, it had to be because they had to lay, you know, the foundation for trains and stuff to come through there. Because if they didn't have it, then, you know, the tracks would sink. So, story tells that over the decades, you can still hear his screams. The Kentucky River now runs along the side of the site. And fishermen, when they're fishing around there, tell that they can hear the screams and sawing from around the area. Dun, dun, dun. That's a crazy. Do you think, um, I was talking to somebody about this today. He was like, he was like, in my house, I've been like seeing things out of the corner of my eye and I've been hearing thumps and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, you know, it's funny you say that because we've been seeing stuff and hearing thumps. And he was like, do you think that with all of the every all of the stuff they're doing with physics and everything else that they're maybe the veil between universes is a little bit thinner, kind of like in um, Interstellar, whenever the ghost was actually just him. You know what I mean? I mean, it's very possible because I feel like the veil got got locked off whenever we started getting all this electricity and things like that and it destroyed our third eye 
but just like anything else in the world everything kind of i feel like everything kind of works on a circular motion anyway so it was, we're bound to go back to where we can see things there, like there was also a theory that the veil is getting thinner because of the um pole shift oh uh, yeah like an impending pole shift there's there's camps of people who think that pole shift's going to happen like in the next 20 years i hope that i'm dead <laughs> when it happens because i just don't want to deal with what they suspect will happen when that happens you know what i mean like i mean it would be cool to see what 500 mile an hour winds look like you wouldn't see it very long it'd rip you pieces like uh and my number one fear is getting caught in a tornado with my clothes torn off you know i don't i don't want people seeing me naked that's what uh, I did see a video this week. It was a, a nuclear bomb going off in the background and the person's like scared to death. And the guy turns around and he says, what are you allergic to mushrooms? And they both just start <laughs> laughing before they disintegrate. <laughs> That's pretty good actually. Um, but <laughs> what else? <laughs> have you uh that's actually funny I'm, if i see one now i'm gonna have to say that yeah <laughs> if, if anybody's around dude i what did you think about the the kill dozers that's uh it's very unique that they're just going to go in and level a city um i kind of i don't understand it like I guess to make it to where the enemy can't hide, but we've never done that before. Yeah, for for context, um, this week there was footage that came out of Israel, and they took a page out of Marvin's playbook, <laughs> um, and they have armed all of these dozers with basically bulletproof glass and armored all the motor components and they were lined up ready to just like level that strip and i was like you know i, I <clears throat> here's my stance on it i'm not for either <laughs> you know what i mean like i'm anti-government obviously yeah but uh I'm just like, when have you heard of, so it's still the beginning. So the beginning of like a, uh, a war on terror. Yeah. And they're going to wage war by driving these bulldozers down the strip and just leveling everything. I mean, maybe, maybe that's what should have happened in Iraq. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't, well, but you have to think of, I mean, we were thinking of the civilians in Iraq. Like uh, it's not like we were just saying everybody was a terrorist. That's pretty much what's going on. It seems like, I mean, and I don't really want to get too into that because that's too close to a holy war and too close to governmental ties and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. And I've, what I've seen videos and, you know, they're just mainly over, most people over there on both sides are people, just normal people. Yeah, and most of the people are calling for peace. Yeah. Most of the normal human civilization yeah. calls for peace. It's just I don't know. You know the you know the drill. 
Yeah. And I think anybody watching this show probably knows the drill too. It's a it's a damn sight. What's Oliver Anthony say? It's a damn shame. (laughs) I guess that song didn't do much. I'm still paying too much taxes. God. Yeah. But I'm you know. Even though I have to pay so much taxes, I think I'm more pissed off at McDonald's right now because <laughs> I just want my damn never mind. Anyway, let's move on to the next story. We've we've told this one before, but it's been so long ago, and I love this one. And I've actually been to this. You should uh, you should splice in your picture. I've got video from it too, um, but I was trying to go at it like a journalist, so I don't really like it. What were you saying? I was telling the story that we're getting ready to tell right now. <laughs> you want to tell Octavia Hatcher's story? So Octavia Hatcher um, in 1889 married James Hatcher. She was Smith before that. Yep. Um, she became pregnant and had a son in Pikeville, Kentucky. The child passed away. And she went into a really dark depression and eventually went into a coma, which people believed she was dead. And I guess, I mean, this is back before modern technology. Um, so this happened quite a bit. Um, so that she was buried. And not long after, the townsfolk started uh, suffering the same symptoms, but awoke a day or two later realizing that Octavia could be buried alive. She was dug up and had indeed awakened to find herself trapped inside the coffin. The lid was bloody from clawing and her face was in a grimace um, where she had passed away in the coffin. Mm-hmm. And they didn't they end up having to chain her coffin in. No, um, no, uh, they just reburied her essentially. But what's the, the craziest thing about this story is that her gravesite, her tombstone is a statue of her, like and a bronze statue. No, it's just a big, you know, stone statue. But the statue, she she lived in a hotel, and every so often the statue will turn and face that hotel. Now, one of her arms, the arm that was holding the baby, because they the statue was of her holding that baby, the arm broke off, so the arm with the baby just sits next to her now and lays on the grave. It's creepy, man. It's wild. That is creepy. Yeah. But, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. So, well, <clears throat> looks like we're going to have to start wrapping it up because we got to do... Another one in 10 minutes. <laughs> um, join us every Friday. That's where we're about to go on Weird Awakenings at 8 p.m. On Weird Realities. You can find it on Weird Realities Twitter link tree with a Y. And you can hit the Facebook or YouTube if you want to comment and interact. Um, you already know where we're at if yep. you're watching this. <laughs> <laughs> and Cecil's gonna play the latest uh TikTok. Yep, from Weird Realities with a Wah. Yep. So everybody have a great weekend and see you motherfuckers next time. Buckle your fing seatbelts. This treasure hunt is about to get crazy. In the depths of the Atlantic Ocean lay the secrets of a bygone era, a ship of riches. 
the SS Central America lost to history in a turbulent hurricane in 1857. But in the late 1980s, a maverick explorer named Tommy Thompson unlocked the mystery of its watery grave. 7,000 feet below the surface, the shipwreck was located, laden with the glittering spoils of the California gold rush. Gold bars and coins, untouched for over a century, sparked the world's imagination. Yet fortune's favor came at a steep price. Legal battles erupted over the ownership of the treasure and location, ensnaring Thompson and his dream in a web of litigation. What should have been a triumph became a labyrinth of courtroom confrontations. In 2012, Tommy Thompson's life took a dark turn as he vanished, a fugitive from the very justice he had sought. For years, he remained hidden, and the whereabouts of the gold remained a mystery. But in 2015, the long arm of the law finally caught up with him in Florida. He was sentenced to two years in prison and a $250,000 fine. However, the plea bargain required him to disclose exactly what was found aboard and the location of the shipwreck. After two years, Tommy advised the court that he suffers from short-term memory loss and could no longer recall the details requested. Seven years later, as of October 2023, Tommy Thompson still remains in prison. Comment below and let us know what you think is on board to justify indefinite imprisonment. And as always, like, follow and share for even more weird content.